good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to get another installment of the Nick Dada Thought Experiment. I'm Deputy Potia Vicky Kamote and Lili. And we said we're going to be bigger, better, but Nile Ile too. So <laughs> I thought we could be here for now. We're going to convert this to a broadcast in the next few weeks. I'm very happy to have with me today my good friend, Bravin Haya Etienne, who has a unique story to tell. I didn't even see a civil engineer by profession. I studied at the University of Nairobi. Uh, I did graduate in 2018, September. After six years of learning, although it was supposed to be five years, but my job studies are you aware? My strikes. You know, a lot of student unrest from time to time, so the course ended up being six years instead of the, you know, the five year, five year period. Let, let me ask you, you say by profession, are you actively practicing? No, I'm not practicing. I've never I, actually I've practiced uh, only for three months. That's when I decided to fully, you know, chase my dreams with the creative industry. Let me ask you that. If that wasn't your dream, yeah. Why did you get what ended up in CC Okay, here's the thing. Uh, by the time I had completed my high school, I was in a Starry Boy Center school. So by the time I was Anyway, yeah, so by the time I had completed my high school, I, was, I can say I was not that very open-minded. Besides, with the Kenyan system, you never really know what you want to do because you don't have anything, you know, like counseling or career guidance. But not to brag because I was a oh, smart no. student. Everyone <laughs> says not to brag, immediately <laughs> <laughs> to brag. <laughs> That's a disclaimer. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, yeah. So I decided to do engineering, although there was pressure from my folks to do medicine because they're both doctors. But I opted for okay. I, I opted for engineering instead. Yeah, so after four years of doing the course, that's when I realized, hey, yo, I'm not actually into this thing. Wait, uh, you know I'm old. Yeah. So back when I was in high school, yes. I think around four three or early four. You have to fill out those job forms and generation yeah. you have to predict your career choice. Yes. Exactly. Why in the same situation? We're also in the same exact situation. Yeah. With minimal guidance, career guidance, you have to say what you have to say. I don't know. What do you think of that system? Because I think it's fundamentally flawed. I, think, I don't think a 16, 17-year-old has the wherewithal or the knowledge of himself or even the industry in the world to make that kind of a decision. Yeah, it's, it's quite flawed. I mean, that's why I'm actually advocating for CBC. I know, uh, I mean, Wazazi want to complain, but you know the reason why I like CBC, it's very practical. Why don't you spend your I'm pending homework. I'm not going to do homework. I'm not going to do homework. But you have to be part of, you know, part of the education. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so at least with CBC, I know, I know a kid, a child is able to know their strength. 
and the things they are passionate about, you know, because it involves a lot of practical, which was not there in the previous 844 system. So by the time a, a kid is getting, a child, a student, let me say a pupil, actually, pupil is the right one, is getting to class 8, they already know their strength and what they are passionate about and what they want to do. So you're saying uh, a student in class 7 is not going to be class 12. Yeah. They're not ready to make a career choice, but at least by then, up to some extent, they're aware of who they are and their strengths and weaknesses. Even by class 8, you can science. You can science. I think, I'd, I'd imagine, um, I'm not an expert, but I think if you look at it that way, the child is still unaware. Now you're being advised by someone who's not open-minded, you know, okay. someone who went through the old rigid system. So probably they'll definitely, you know, lead you to a particular direction, yeah, which they think either you're a doctor, engineer, I'm a lawyer. If you're not any of the above, then you're just going through school. It's it. So you went to the engineering team, What if you're going to do medicine? It will have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, it has been worse because on the practical side. I mean, right from the time I was a kid, I always have phobia for, for blood and all that kind of stuff. So on the practical side, because my mom even nowadays, you know, when I talk medical terms with her, I was like, I think you love, you know, love, love medicine. But I tell her, no, mom, fine. I mean, know the theory, the biology and all that. But the practical, you know, handling blood, stitching patients, you know, maybe, maybe psycho psychology, I don't know, mental health. Yeah, yeah or to mental health or something. Yeah, maybe that. Psychiatry, yeah. Maybe. So what happened in the fourth year? So in the fourth year, I did an internship. You know, you have like an internship uh, program. So I was interning at uh, Mlolongo, the Waybridge. And where were you living at that time? Yeah. So during my internship, it was like a three-month internship. Like after one and a half months of actually doing it, I was like, hey, yo, if this is what I'm going to do after five years, after campus, mm -hmm. hey, then I think my, my life will be very, very, very boring. Yeah. I have quite a, you know, a sad life because I wasn't really feeling it, you know. Like I understand the, the whole, you know, science behind everything, which I also appreciate science very much. But when it comes to passion, that's something different. What exactly were you doing? What was day-to-day? My day-to-day -day, uh, routine involved, uh, you know, the, the trucks, uh, the whole uh, weighing of the trucks to check it. If at all they are overloaded, and if at all they've distributed uh, the loads accordingly, there's something we call axle, the wheel and axle thing. So there's a way in which you need to arrange the loading on the trailer accordingly so that it's balanced. To avoid such scenarios where you find a, a trailer has, you know, toppled or exactly. So could it be that the job, the attachment is boring, not the career 
maybe you can you, you can say that but even in, in other branch uh, you know other branch of engineering you think about the, the public the public works the design and everything i mean we did all the things in campus we had all these units because civil engineering is very broad there's the structural bit then there's the civil works then there's the transport bit and i can tell you for sure there's nothing i was laughing about it yeah i can tell you that for sure okay so this is fourth year yeah that's it's fourth year so two more years one more year one more year before that's yeah. the strike yeah. right. two years what exactly do you do that when you realize that you don't like this so in that period actually i was very shocked because i was like hey yo i mean you are supposed to be an engineer what do you mean you don't want to be an engineer so of course i had to go through i went through a period of soul searching because i needed to find myself you know because you need to do something you can't say you, you don't want to do engineering fine but what do you want to do in your life you know you need something a job or a purpose or something so i went through some period of soul searching and that's when i realized that i'm more into the creative and the entertainment side which actually has been part of me ever since I was a uh, you know a young boy because awesome. I recall um uh when I joined primary school the first three years of primary school class 1 to class 3 I was never I never really used to concentrate in class so I, I was like an average student but the moment I decided to actually focus you know on my classwork and get to know what is being taught in school because I used to get home the first thing me I just want to play I don't do my homework I want to watch television I want to dance on top of the table, you know, everything entertainment. But when I decided to study, I became number one, class three faster. And from there on, I was always the best student until I, I finished primary school, same as high school. Yeah. So, like, I remember when I was telling my mom, I was trying to explain to my mom, it, the fact that I want to be a creative or in the entertainment industry does not mean that I'm dumb. Because, you know, the assumption is you're only smart if you start certain careers and all that. It doesn't at all mean that I'm dumb. I've just found that I'm more passionate about the things that I used to love and I gave her that example of the things I used to love class 1 to class 3. You know, the whole getting on top of the table, acting like I'm, you know, I'm preaching and all that. The whole performed arts. Yeah. That has always been my passion. I even reminded her of a time in class 5, uh, we used to have a, a chama meeting at our neighbor's place, these women groups and everything. On Saturdays, I remember they used to call me to come dance for them, entertain them, and they used to give me money, like literally. I was already making money from, you know, what I love. Back in class five, I never shared with my mom this then, because of course she would have been totally against it. I didn't tell them right away because they would have been very disappointed. But before I, I finished the course, before graduation, I told them, yo, I'm almost finishing engineering, but I've just discovered no, I had discovered that I'm not passionate about this thing. But maybe if you start something, you have to finish. Otherwise, you'll cultivate that, you know, that behavior in you. You'll try to start a lot of all other things, which, you, you know, you leave them in the middle without finishing them. So I was like, I'll finish it. I'm going to graduate. But once I'm done, please, can you just allow me to follow my, my dreams and what I believe is my, my purpose in the creative and entertainment industry, as well as entrepreneurship. How did they react? They were mad. The, the, obviously, they are mad. I mean, my dad, my dad, with time, he's come to accept it. But my mom, I mean, shout out to mothers, unconditional love. You know, it will bring food on your table. Fine. But of course, if you ask for my opinion, I'll have preferred you. You do engineering. But my dad, we fell out. He was like, it's either my way or the highway. 
So anyway, yeah, so I mean, I, I took the challenge and I was like, you know, I have something to prove. I just want to tell these guys that, you know, times are different and understand where they're coming from. Because during their times, by the way, I'm an engineer, you are guaranteed success that time. Yeah, you'll get a job. In fact, the employers are the guys will come get you from campus, from campus yeah, yeah, to give you that job. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, things have changed. Times are different, man. I told them maybe you guys are, you know, you're not averse to these things. But here, are an example of creative, like Flacco. Shout out Flacco. We were actually with him in the same primary school. He was actually two years behind me. So I was giving them example of creatives, you know, who are actually smart people, but they said to follow their purpose. Yeah, he was smart in primary school. Yeah, I've actually decided to follow their dreams and purpose, and actually making a living out of this thing. And I'm like, if you believe in yourself, you know, nothing is impossible in this life. All you need to do is to believe in yourself. Now, just giving a, a relevant example that they can relate to. So that they don't look like all oh, this all idea is perfect. Yeah. But of course they didn't buy it. But I was like, yo, you know what? Because my dad was like, why waste, you know, five years of your life studying for something? Then you don't want to do it. Then I countered it by telling him, okay, fine, I've wasted five years of my life. I can't rewind, you know, I can't rewind time. But do you want me to continue wasting the rest of my life doing this thing that I've already known I don't want to do? <laughs> but actually, that, that one left him speechless. It's like, okay, I think you have a point. Okay, so you've made the big decision, you've moved out. Yeah. What so okay. for me, the main takeaway is that you finished your degree. Yes. But I just want to see the next step you took to enjoy like Yeah. So the next step I took, I was like, okay, I've not studied this thing professionally because I decided I want to uh, first fetch into digital marketing. So I know a number of businesses in Nairobi, more so the restaurants. Because, you know, my passion, because I usually try to align my hustle based on my passion. Because I believe if I decided to go, and you know, the creative field is very wide. So if I decide to go do anything that I know I don't love and I don't think I'm gifted in, definitely I would have struggled. So it's like I'm, I think I'm good at marketing because I'm, I'm a hype man based on my personality. I'm, I'm a Sagittarius. You know, the life of the part. <laughs> the life of the part. <laughs> there's, there's someone you should meet. Rachel Joan was important. She break down that. Zodiac thing, yeah. It's ridiculous. I believe in astrology too, man. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. So I was like, I'll approach restaurants and tell them that I want to help them market their business by helping them create content, market this content, then manage their social media. So my first employer was actually Fiston Restaurant in Westlands. It's opposite the awful. Yeah. So I did the gig for like three months. Yeah, then I was like, I think I can, I, I, you know, I can. I can find better opportunities out here. So I've worked with quite a number of uh, restaurants from there. I've worked with Altitude restaurants in Parkland, Diamond Plaza, one just opposite to where we were for the James Bond Premier. I've worked with Hunger's Nest, actually still working with them up to, up to date, Hunger's Nest restaurant in Karen. Then there's also Bush Gardens restaurant is owned by the same person. So that's where I now, I, I was able to, you know, make my daily bread from because I was on, on a retainer salary. 
but then also ventured into uh, events. I've, I've done a couple of events, organized events. I've also been part of uh, events, which actually is the main, for me, it's actually the main thing. What actually made me believe that this is what I'm meant to do is an event that I did back in 2019 August with the first, my first employer. So we did a, an event, it was an art and entrepreneurship event. And things went very south. I found myself in... So I found myself in debt, 150,000 in one night. At that time, I remember I only had this one job and it was my last month with this guy, the place where I did the same event. So I don't have any other stable income apart from his job. I'm in debt and I have to pay the money. And actually that's what now turned me into a hustler and even believe in my dreams even more. Okay. Yeah. Good note. Yeah. Something went wrong, but that's the magic that it is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like rock bottoms will always teach you lessons that mountain top won't even teach you. So yeah. Alright, so what are you doing? Right, right now, basically, if you ask me what I do, um, I have a platform called Plug254, a plug just to connect people. So my, my focus is mainly on venues. I connect people with venues if you, are, if you have any function, be it social or corporate, weddings, bridal shower, birthdays, etc. I connect with venues. Also, I'm also into the Airbnb business. I have several listings, properties, Airbnb properties. Uh, I connect clients with Airbnbs. I'm also, apart from that, events and tours and travels. So basically I say anything entertain anything entertainment and hospitality. Well, yeah. Anything entertainment and hospitality I can handle. That's my forte. That's awesome. Yeah. So for the many youth um learners out there who may be listening yeah. not just kids but also occasionally just this campus what we understood the campus last is what you now discovered your passion about Lazima, you have when you start you have to finish. Besides, that degree for me it's a backup. You know, when things get worse, you know, if they're not if you know, if there are no opportunities on this other side, because I have a degree, I can also always walk into office and get a job based on that. Like last year, perfect example when COVID came, the worst hit sector was the entertainment. Yeah. But because I had a degree, I still got an this has been yet another installment of the Nick Dada Thought Experiment and thank you so much for listening in. Feel free to reach out to us on WhatsApp on 0757-122-942. Let's discuss this episode and any other topic you wish to have us discuss. Awesome.